or lease in the morning. Welcome to the Hood of Homer, a place where your actions in this life determine your ultimate fate. Follow Snoop Dogg through three terrifying tales from this nefarious neighborhood whose depraved denizens can look forward to a very unpleasant eternity. Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror features live-action horror combined with gore-filled anime sequences created by Japan's Madhouse under the supervision of Academy Award winner John Gaeta from the Matrix trilogy. This bone-chilling, gut-bursting trilogy of terror proves once and for all it ain't all good in the hood. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies to best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This month, as we are entering April, we decided to do a little bit of a uh, drug month for movies. So we are starting out with the 2006 anthology film, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with top and bottom three, our technical difficulties. I say we should start with the good this time. All right. You want to go first? Oh, you can kick it off. All right, then. Number three. There's plenty of gore and some really awesome death scenes in this film. Most notably, there was a death where a guy got a 40 lines right through his skull. It was glorious. Number two, there was definitely some great dialogue throughout the film that had me laughing a lot. And number one, in between each story, there were these cartoon anime-style transition scenes where... Demon Snoop Dogg would bring people into hell, and it was pretty awesome. I definitely enjoyed that a lot. I kind of wish the whole movie had been like that, but in a way, it kind of probably wouldn't have worked out. For me, the the uh, top three. Number three, this movie is an anthology, and I love anthologies. Shitty, awesome, doesn't matter. Breaking up a movie into several short stories always just seems to bring it like a little more to fruition. Nothing really overstays its welcome, typically. Number two, this the bottle death scene, coupled with the fact that everyone in this film gets what they deserve, whether it be good or bad. I really loved how, you know, if you were an asshole, you got fucking killed. If you were a good person, you got rewarded. Number one, Danny Trejo as the derelict was just the best character out of any of the three stories. He was genuinely creepy, yet saintly at the same time. Like, just omnipotent and wondrous. And I just, I I wish he would have appeared in every story, um, kind of as a guiding light for the characters. All movies are better with Danny Trejo. Well, let's talk about the bottom three. All right, for number three... I didn't think any of the stories were particularly bad in this anthology, but I didn't think any of them were particularly great either. They were all kind of bland, predictable, and though they were entertaining, they could have been better. Number two, I'm not really a fan of rap and hip-hop to begin with. I thought it was done well in this style of film, but... I don't really think that hip-hop and horror really go well that well together. This movie managed to pull it off, but in general, they're just not very compatible. And number one, speaking of which, the song that Snoop Dogg raps at the end of the film was just stupid. 
it tries to talk about the events of the story of each story and kind of recount like what happened, but it kind of goes off in bizarre tangents that don't make any sense, and it just came off as really dumb. For me, number three, Jason Alexander. What kind of accent was that? British, Australian. You're not fooling anyone, George Costanza. I know you're in the record business now, so stop trying and just be yourself. You'll always be George Costanza. Number two, the wraparound story that connects these, uh, fill these short stories, is pretty weak. The anime sequences I will give to you are are fun, but the actual live action parts aren't so good. And like even the transition from the second story to the third story. Like, the other one, the other transition's a lot better, but from the second to the third story, he just kind of, like, walks into the one house, starts talking to the guys, and was like, oh, yeah, how about this? And it just, like, magically changes to a new story. It it didn't really fit. Uh, Number one, uh, same thing. The song during the credits at the end tells you the story of the entire movie, but... Each verse is supposed to be one of the three stories, and it just seems to be a jumbled mess that gets details and sequence of events all mixed up. It just, it doesn't, it it flows well, and I'm sure that it flows well because they took the events and jumbled them up to make it flow better. And because it's Snoop Dogg rapping it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Snoop Dogg rapping. No, I'm saying that's a positive. Oh, okay. It worked well because Because Snoop Dogg did it. I just wish that it had been better lyrics. So, um, I, I think you mentioned you mentioned the dialogue you thought was a little funny, right? Yes, so, I did. So, I think we should have ourselves a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. So, I'll 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 start us off this week. Uh, we'll quote this movie back and forth. Boy, I will skull fuck you. Don't look at me. I ain't no pansy ass bitch. You already a hole. You an asshole. If you're lucky, you'll go platinum. On death row. There goes the motherfucking neighborhood. Absolutely no dogs allowed. Present company excluded. Looks like I caught myself a pretty little flower. Night of the living shitbags. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror, leave it here in our comment section or on our website, bmoviebros.com. I think that brings us to, uh, to our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave this a four out of ten. I gave it a three out of ten. I have to say, you know, I'm a sucker for anthologies. And this one does seem to pull things together fairly well. It has a weak wraparound story, but it does feature Snoop Dogg. Each vignette has a well-known celebrity of some sort, whether it be, you know, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, the wrestler Diamond Dallas Page, or the Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. You know, the gore is very appropriate, and each story takes up just the right amount of time to not overstay its welcome. It pays a great homage to Tales from the Crypt and other anthology shows, and I really would recommend this film just as a fun time killer or to anyone who's a fan of anthologies or Snoop Dogg. I give this a 3 out of 10 because I'm not really sure who watched Tales of the Crypt and said, "Who you know who should play the Crypt Keeper? Snoop Dogg. Everyone did. Yeah, well, whoever decided to do that, I kind of want to buy him a beer or punch him in the face. Maybe both. 
Like, what a weird idea for a film. And it plays it exactly how you would expect. Snoop Dogg plays Snoop Dogg, and the stories all take place in the hood with enough dope and bitches to keep you entertained. It's not the greatest film, and none of the stories in the anthology are told particularly well, and they're not really all that memorable. But it's fucking Snoop Dogg's hood of horror. What the fuck do you expect? So yeah, there we have it. Now, uh, enough about this. I know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie we watch an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie is the same as this A-movie, a movie of higher class and standard. For my A-movie companion, I picked the 2000 film Leprechaun in the Hood. I picked 8 Mile from 2002. I have to say that Leprechaun in the Hood is an A-movie version of Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror because both movies are about the crazy shit that happens in the hood. That's it. That's all you got? Yep. Well, it's perfect. Sure. All right, I picked 8 Mile because both movies feature rapping. Both movies also take place in the hood. 8 Mile takes place in Detroit, and Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror takes place in the Hood of the Damned. And both movies star a famous rapper. Snoop Dogg, Hood of Horror, starred Snoop Dogg, obviously, and 8 Mile starred Eminem. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version of uh, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror, check out Leprechaun in the Hood or 8 Mile. Now I think it's time to tell our fans how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. We'll give you some drinking games to uh, drink away this flick, obviously. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time Posey paints, take a drink. Number two. Every time Tex is a racist, take a drink. Number three. Whenever Sod gets hurt by anybody, take a drink. Number four. Anytime a new story starts, finish your drink. And number five, of course, because it's drug month, anytime someone is doing drugs or mentions drugs, take a drink. Every time someone eats a body part, take a drink. Every time someone dies, take a drink. Every time the movie becomes an anime, take a drink. And every time someone enters the elevator to hell, take a drink. Um, I, I have to say that you know, before we go, I know we normally rank the, uh, the movies that we've seen this month. But because this is an anthology, I, th- I think we have to name a top vignette from this anthology. That's a good idea. Um, for me, I think Scumlord, the second one, was the best. Um, just Ernie Hudson brings it all together. Um, as much as I love Danny Trejo um, in, in Posey's section, whatever that one was called, um, Scumlord just seemed to have everything more thought out and cohesive. Um, than the other two stories. Yeah, and I agree. That was definitely my favorite. Um, I'd say after that would be the first one. Um, I don't remember where that one was from, but it was basically the anime Death Note, except in the ghetto. And the third one was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially it is. It's I mean, like, yeah, she was, in, in, instead of giving a notebook, she had a fucking tattoo that when she crossed out people's names or, or people's tags on the, uh, on, on the hood... You know, graffiti wall. They would die. It's my death spray can. <laughs> yeah, that was... And I guess um, Danny Trejo was his shini, her Shinigami. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes total sense now. Ryuk played by Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, 
And then I'd say the third one is the my least favorite, but even that one wasn't bad. I don't think any of them were bad. None of them were particularly great either, but, you know, all things considered, this was an entertaining movie. Yeah, it was fun nonetheless, and, um, you know, I know we just had a movie with Snoop Dogg, but next week we're going to continue Drug Month with another film starring Snoop Dogg. This time, we're taking a look at the 2001 film Bones, where Snoop Dogg plays a spirit protecting his neighborhood from crime and drugs. Should have just had this Snoop Dogg month. You know, you never know what's going to come. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back for more. (laughs) 